Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 43rd episode of Jacobo Talk. I am your host, the one and only Jacob Dolagaza. And we had an episode last week discussing about the upcoming NFL football season. When not only is it football season that's coming up, also we have fantasy football coming back. To our lives, ladies and gentlemen, fantasy football is back, ladies and gentlemen. What a time! Ha- what a time to be alive! Now, if you don't know what fantasy football is, if you're new to Jacoba Talk, oh, don't know really anything about sports. If you don't know what fantasy football is, fantasy football is well, you get to draft offensive players and a whole defense from the NFL. You can draft quarterbacks. Uh, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, kickers, and a team's defense to your lineup, and you compete against your friends. So it's a really fun thing to do. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things to do in the whole wide world. It's fantasy football, and one of the greatest days of the year is where you can get together with your friends and and draft a team for a star-studded talent. It's truly one of the best days of the year, but it can also ruin your life. Because if you're truly and seriously addicted to this, to this game, to to this sport, it can break you down mentally. So if you're if you're new and if you're gonna stop playing fantasy football, just be well of what fantasy football can do to you. Trust me, last year was not was probably the worst fantasy football year I had in a very long time. So. But today is a new year, and I cannot wait to discuss what's coming up in this episode. In this episode, we are going to cover strictly. You guys, I I put the Insta- I put the poll on Instagram. If you guys haven't followed my main, go follow my main Instagram page at Jacob Delagaza uh, at Jacob underscore Delagaza fourteen. I'll put that in the below. Go follow my main, and also go follow the Jacoba Talk Instagram page. Well, you, well, I tend to ask questions like the, like this, like, what do you want on the episode? In today's episode, you, the people wanted fantasy football content, and that's what I'm going to give to you. And before, one last thing, make sure to go follow the account on Spotify, uh, and any podcasting platforms you have, make sure to go follow Jacobo Talk on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any podcasting device that you have, make sure you, you go follow it. But with that being said, let's get right into the fantasy football episode. I took a little bit of notes for this episode, okay? I mean, fantasy football, the draft is one of the greatest days of the year. And I need to get myself prepared. Because I cannot have a recap of what happened last year. Some of my, I was... I almost came in last place in one of my leagues. I only made the playoffs in one of my leagues last year. So, I I decided to take some notes. I decided to take some notes for not only this show, but notes for this year. And let me just say, I, after looking at the overall players that you could draft for fantasy football this year, I've never seen a star-studded class for fantasy football in a very long time. Like, this class, remember, like, 
back in like 2009, 2010, where you could draft like a prime Antonio Brown, Calvin Johnson, a prime Julio Jones, Des Bryant, and you also had like a LaShawn McCoy, a Maurice Jones Jew, Adrian Peterson, Ray Rice, you know, those guys, that was the beginning of fantasy football for me, and that was very fun. And I'm I'm starting to get like this vibe back with just I'm I'm looking at the talent that we have right here on this list. This talent is loaded for fantasy football this year. I mean, we got Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, uh, Dalvin Cook. I mean, the list goes on and on with the amount of talent we have in this year's draft. And I cannot wait to start drafting. My first fantasy football draft will be this Saturday. And let me say, I am so excited to break down, to break that down with you. So, I'm in, I'm in an ESPN fantasy football league. I, all my drafts are on ESPN. All my drafts are on ESPN. So I'm going to go over the rankings that the ESPN, that the ESPN fantasy football rankings have given to me. And I'm going to give you my take on them and see if they'll kind of, if, if someone should be moved or whatnot. So here we go. We are going to start off with the QBs. So the QBs, it's, it's a little interesting here. So the QBs, we are going to go with top 10 QBs. Josh Allen, number one. Patrick Mahomes is at number two. Justin Herbert is number three. Lamar Jackson is four. Kyler Murray is five. Tom Brady is six. He's still in the top 10 for fantasy. Pretty good. Jalen Hurts is seven, which I want to discuss him later. Jalen Hurts is number seven. Aaron Rodgers is eight. Prescott is nine, and Joe Burrow is ten. Jalen Hurts is very interesting. Um, we're going to discuss him more a little bit later, though. I feel like Aaron Rodgers being placed he so in, like, past years of fantasy football, he, Aaron Rodgers was, like, usually in the top five for ESPN rankings, at least. And now he's in, like, the 6-10 through 10 area. Like, he's ranked as the 8th best quarterback in fantasy football. And the reason why that is is because he doesn't have Devontae Adams to rely on anymore. Devontae Adams is his go-to wide receiver. And now, he doesn't have Devontae Adams anymore. So, he doesn't have, like... He doesn't have that one go-to wide receiver that he can just rely on. He's going to have a variety of options this upcoming season. So that explains why Aaron Rodgers is just a little bit low on the list. I'm surprised Joe Burrow is a little is a little bit lower on, on this list. Because Joe Burrow, to me, had a fantastic fantasy football year this past season. I mean, he was putting up numbers for days. He was making them with Jamal Chase. Kyler Murray, you know, last season, he I had him as a quarterback in one of my leagues. And Kyler Murray, you know, he got off to a hot start at the beginning of the season. But then Kyler Murray, like, took a, kind of, a sort of a decline last season. So, 
if you were to ask me, I might put Joe Burrow ahead of Kyler Murray. I might flip them because of the fact that Kyler Murray, hey, Kyler Murray doesn't even have DeAndre Hawkins for the first six games of the season. So how is he going to do for those first six games of the season? Meanwhile, when Joe Burrow's got like T. Higgins, Jamal, Jamal Chase, you got Joe Mixon in that backfield. He's got another stud. What he's got Jamal Chase, T. Higgins, someone else I'm forgetting, but he, but he's got a good variety of options. Um, Justin Herbert doesn't surprise me being a top five. Um, I I expect him to have a breakout year. Josh Allen doesn't surprise me surpassing surpassing Patrick Mahomes because not only did Aaron Rodgers lose his number one wideout in uh. Devontae Adams to Vegas, but Patrick Mahomes also lost his number one wide receiver to Miami in the name of Tyree Kill. So this list isn't horrible. I kind of kind of applaud it, kind of. I would change, like, Burrow, Murray. I feel like Hurts maybe should be a little bit higher on this list. I feel like Jalen Hurts can be a better fantasy. Let me rephrase myself. Jalen Hurts can be a better fantasy quarterback than Tom Brady. Um, the list looks solid to me. Um, those are the couple of changes I will make. Uh, the running back list. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. I want to. I would like to make a couple of changes here. Let me give you the list. So the top ten running backs that ESPN has. We got Jonathan Taylor. Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Najee Harris. This this one's gonna surprise you. Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette in the top ten. Yeah, Leonard Fournette, DeAndre Swift, and DeAndre Swift. That list right there might be a little bit shocking to me, because don't get me wrong. First off, Jonathan Taylor is a no-brainer, right, to be the number one running back in fantasy football. That, 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 that's a no-brainer. He's Hell, he's going to be the first pick in most fantasy football leagues this year. So if you have the number one pick, go out and get your Jonathan Taylor. It would be Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor or Cooper Cup or the number one will be the number one pick to see on fantasy football. He, one of those two players. Austin Eckler at number two. Don't get me wrong. Hell of a talent. Easily a top ten running back. Maybe even top ten. He's an easily a top ten running back in fantasy football with this year. Two, though? Maybe. Maybe. Because he he's proven like over the last several years that he can get injured. And he's a little bit injury prone. So, like, He's not the he's not the biggest guy when it comes to get, getting injuries. Like, yeah, there's some guys like Christian McCaffrey, Kamara on this list that are more injury prone than Eckler. But talent, like, who's gonna get you the most points? I don't know if Eckler is that guy. If you get like a okay, so we're talking about. If healthy, right? We're talking about if healthy and if not healthy. You have to look. You can't take the safe bet. Okay. So, I can see Eckler being a little higher over McCaffrey because McCaffrey has been injured 
these past two seasons. Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook are kind of odd to me because Derrick Henry is like a absolute tank. If you have not seen Derrick Henry on that football field, which I would assume 99.9% of you watching this show have seen Derrick Henry on the football field and know what type of tank that he is. Derrick Henry is a stud. Um, I'll put Henry over Eckler and then I will put Dalvin Cook. And Joe Mixon, he now even though he had a good season last year, I'm still not. Joe Mixon has had a good season last year, but oh, Joe Mixon had a good season. But he's over Chris, guys like Christian McCaffrey. I'll put Christian McCaffrey over Joe Mixon. The Joe, I mean, if healthy, Christian McCaffrey is like a. Christian McCaffrey is a whole different animal. Now I get it. We can't protect injury. We can't protect injuries, right? We can't protect injuries in football. We can't protect if Christian McCaffrey will ever get hurt this season. We can't protect if Dalvin Cook will ever get hurt this season. You know, we don't wish injury on a player, but you can't just predict that. So maybe that's why some of these running backs are a little bit higher on the rankings than Christian McCaffrey. To me, Camilla. Alvin Kamara might have to be a little bit lower on this list. I mean, if you look what he did last season, he didn't have a spectacular season. I'm not drafting Alvin Kamara in the first round. If you draft Alvin Kamara in the first round, I think that's a mistake. When you got when you got guys like Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, uh, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, I mean. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I don't know if I draft Camille in the first round. I don't. You can make the argument that I would draft Devontae Adams in the first round over uh, Alvin Kamara. I'm just not so high on Alvin Kamara this year. And then the player that surprised me is Leonard Fournette. You guys heard the report right, of Leonard Fournette, of how he came in to uh, how he came into training camp over shape. He came in out out of shape, and he was overweight. So that one surprises me a little bit. I guess you could use him in a scenario where, like, he's at the one-yard line, and boom, he punches his ticket in. And that's how he gets his touchdowns. So I guess that's how he gets his fantasy points. But some of these guys that I'm about to list are kind of insane. Like... Nick Chubb, I feel like the Browns are going to be a run-heavy offense this year with Deshaun Watson being suspended. I feel like they're going to be more run-heavy this year. So maybe Nick Chubb is due for a breakout year in fantasy football this year. Aaron Jones, the Packers could rely more on his run game. And he had a good fantasy football season last year. Again, I can testify on this. He was giving me like 15, 16 points a game in fantasy football. He was... He was one of the most consistent when he wasn't injured. He was only injured for like two or three games. But when he was on the field, he was one of the most consistent players on my roster. So Aaron Jones is a shocker. And another one, James Conner. I would put James Conner. If you guys didn't know, James Conner led the league in touchdowns for running backs last season. He was a stud in terms of fantasy football points. 
like James Conner led the league. He's a running back for the Arizona Cardinals, but he would lead the. He led the league in running and touchdowns. Cardinals can be doing the same exact thing because Hawkins is out and Marquise Brown just got arrested, and who knows what his status is going to be like. So take the take the chance on Connor. I'll put James Conner over guys like Leonard Fournette, Harris. I mean, I don't believe... I, Leonard Fournette should not be in this list. I, I would take James Conner over DeAndre Swift. I would do that. Yeah, I would take James Conner over DeAndre Swift and Leonard Fournette. That's for sure. Najee Harris, maybe. Depending on... I have to do some more... Re, I have to do studying on that department, but... James Conner, I would take, those are two guys, maybe three Najee Harris. We don't know how Najee Harris is going to do. But two guys, DeAndre Swift and Leonard Fournette, I would take James Conner. I would take James Conner over those two guys. And now we're going to move on to the wide receivers department. The wide receiving the wide receiver class is just loaded for fantasy football this year. And I'm gonna give you the top ten ESPN fantasy rankings we got for fantasy football this year in terms of wide receivers, and then I'm gonna give you the guy after that. So top ten up Cooper Cup, number one, Devontae Adams two, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Debo Samuel. C.D. Lamb, Keenan Allen, and Mike Evans. Those are 10 great wide receivers. Now, I got a look, I got some more wide receivers that weren't in the top 10, but that are very, very good because the wide receiver class is just loaded this year. You got, oh my God, this is loaded. You got, I, you got A.J. Brown, Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin when he comes back. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Jalen Waddle, he had a great season last year. Uh, a DK Metcalf, who knows what's going to happen with him. Jerry Judy, I'll get into him more later. DJ Moore, DJ Moore, Donnell Mooney, who could break out this year. Cortland Sutton, Hunter Winfro for the, for the Las Vegas Raiders is another guy that you shouldn't sleep on. I mean, this, and you got the rookie wide receiver from Atlanta and Jake in Drake London with the suspension of Calvin Ridley, Drake London, even though he doesn't have a surefire quarterback, he could break out. So even though the even though the quarterback situation isn't defined in Atlanta, even though it's not hundred percent figured out and he doesn't have I don't know. I feel like Drake London he's not a for sure he's like a late round pick. For me, I feel like he's gonna be, he's gonna be the number one receiver in Atlanta. And you, if you have the opportunity to get Drake London, get him. But I want to take him away. Now, going over this top ten wide receiver list, the only problem is Mike Evans tends to like underperform each and every year for me. Now, who knows that could change? But Mike, the only problem I have with this list. It's Mike Evans because he always tends to underperform every year. He, uh, every year. But other than that, this wide receiving class looks solid for fantasy football. Now we're moving on to the tight ends. We got Travis Kelsey, Mug Andrews, Kyle 
hits at number three. Darren Waller, George Kittle, Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, and Mike Shisesky. This is the tie-in class. Now, the tie-in class has gotten better over the years. The tie-in class, or it's gotten better this year, in my opinion. With the emergence of Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, had a outstanding year. Last year, Kyle Pitts, you know, he came off his rookie season last year, and he had a pretty decent season in terms of fantasy numbers. So i say the tie-in class this year has been better than ever before in this this year. Like, this year, the tie-in class is absolutely loaded. Now, I wrote down a separate... So, we went over the rankings, the top 10 rankings. I'm going to go over... That the players that you should watch out for, and we're gonna discuss discuss each and every one of the players that you could snag up in the late rounds. I'm not gonna go over the obvious round ones, like a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, a Christian McCaffrey, a Jonathan Taylor. I'm not gonna go over the obvious ones. I'm gonna go over guys that you should watch out for that are not very not well known to the fantasy football community. Jalen Hurts is a guy that you should extremely consider taking in your fantasy football draft this year. Jalen Hurts, it's not only he's a mobile mo- mobile quarterback, he's got he got a new weapon and Andre and um AJ Brown. He uh the offensive line got better this past offseason. The running backs, Miles Sanders, you know, he's gonna do his thing. And AJ you got AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Those two wideouts, and then you got Dallas Goddard as a tight end spot. Adding the addition of AJ Brown for the for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles is this is perfect because the Eagles are more of a pass first offense and a run offense, unless Jalen Hurts is running with the football. But Jalen, watch out for Jalen Hurts because he is going to be a sensational. Talent this year in fantasy football. So if you if you if he's still down like the seventh or eighth, if you don't wait, if you wait to draft a quarterback the seventh and eighth round, and Jalen Hurts is still there, oh, he might not even be he not might not even be picked that low. I I can see him going in like the the sixth or seventh round. Like if you end up with, like if you haven't drafted quarterback by the sixth or seventh round, and Jalen Hurts is still is still there, that is a steal. He, trust me, he is going to have a breakout year this year. Mark my words. Chris Olave from the New Orleans Saints. Who is Chris Olave? Well, he's a rookie wide receiver from the New Orleans Saints. I believe he came out of Ohio State. I forgot what round he was drafted in. But Chris Olave is expected to do great with the with the return of Jameis Winston, and people are just not so high on Michael Thomas. I have a bus list. And I have Michael Thomas on there because he's been injured. Like, when was the last time he was good? Two, three years ago? He has been good since. I Is Michael Thomas even being drafted in the first 10 rounds? Well, it's Chris Olave being drafted in the first 10 rounds. I'm drafting Chris Olave over Michael Thomas. I believe Chris Olave is going to be going to be drafted high. It's going to be drafted higher than Michael Thomas. I would rather draft Chris Olave than Michael Thomas. Chris Olave, I know I'm saying his name a lot. 
But he's going to emerge. I feel like he's going to emerge as that number one wideout in New Orleans. And, my, and we're just going to continue to see the decline of Michael Thomas. Watch out for Chris Olave. If he's there and like, I can see him earliest within the last, uh, I'll say round, rounds 8 through 14. You can expect Chris Olave to go in. Cause, cause, trust me, Chris Olave is going to be a big deal. But with the continued decline of Michael Thomas, he will surpass him as a number one wideout. Dalton Schultz, with the departure of Amari Cooper, and with C.D. Lamb, you know, now potentially getting more double teamed, now that Cooper is gone, and you got wideouts like Michael Gallup not coming back for a while, and you got James Washington being out for six to ten weeks. Dalton Schultz, if you can get Dalton Schultz as your tight end, that is huge for you. Not gonna lie, there, there, sh- there shouldn't be a lot of Cowboys offensive players in fantasy football that people should be dying to go get. But Dalton Schultz should be one of them. And plus, this is his contract year. He's due for a big t- payday next year. Wherever he decides to go to, whether he decides to stay in Dallas or whether he decides to go to another team. Dalton Schultz is the guy that you need on your fantasy football roster. I believe he's gonna have a sensational year with you know, who knows how CD is going to do. Um, they could be, could, they, teams could be double, double covering him now that Gallup is out, James Washington is out, and Cooper is no longer with the team. So this, this could be the year for Dalton Schultz to break out as a true studded fantasy football tight end. That, that, that's someone that you're going to need to watch out for. Dalton Schultz could emerge. Nico Collins, the wide receiver from the Houston Texans, you can expect to go in the late rounds, maybe like in the last, like your last draft pick, like your very last draft pick, Nico Collins could be a great piece for your team in the late rounds because the, Nico Collins, the wide receiver from the Houston Texans, if you don't know, he's expected to be the number two wide receiver. He's expected to be the number two wide receiver in Houston behind the veteran rideout Brandon Cooks. And he could potentially surpass Brandon Cooks as the number one wide receiver in Houston. He's 6'4", 215. He had, he's 6'4", 215 pounds. That's a tall wide receiver, by the way. Uh, he had 33 receptions last year and only for 446 yards. I can ex- expect those numbers to go up. He's expected to be the number two wideout in Houston this year. Guys, if you see, if Nico Collins, like, if you're not too sure what to do in the last round, Nico Collins, hell, if you even Chris Olave, I don't know if Chris Olave is going to be known in the last round, but Chris Olave and Nico Collins are two wideouts that could be there in the last round that could, be very beneficial for your team, and they could, like, you you will want to get them because watch your, one of those two guys have a breakout week because you know there's some of those guys that have a breakout week, week one, and every team is dying to get him in that waiver wire pickup. 
those could be one of those guys. So if you draft them, you don't have to worry about that. One of those two guys is going to break out, or maybe even both. So watch out for Chris Olave and Nico Collins in the last round of your fantasy football draft. Uh, another guy that you can uh, look out for is this the Titan, the Titan for the Steelers, Pat Fryer move. Pat Fryer move. So last season, he had 60 receptions for 497 yards. He's 6'5", 258 pounds. He's physical, nasty. I, I feel like he's due for a breakout year this year. And, and Pat, four-way move, I guess. I, I don't know if I said that last name right, but... So, again, expect those numbers to go up. I can I can see him getting a lot of touchdowns at the goal line, especially. He's the guy to watch out for. Jerry Judy, the new what? Uh, that, that's pretty simple. A Tim Patrick. If you can get Jerry Judy in your mid round, like he can be like he could be a number two wide receiver in fantasy football or a flex. I believe high in Jerry Judy. Now, I know, mo- like, if you were to go in all running backs, if you were to go, like, an in on all running backs, and you were to get a quarterback in the tight end, and you only have one wide receiver, and you need a number two, I feel like Jerry Judy would be a great number two wide receiver. Because Jerry Judy, he's he's got a new quarterback in Russell Wilson. Drew Locke from Russell Wilson. Tell me that's not a major upgrade for fantasy, for Jerry Judy. So if you, you if you're able to get Jerry Judy in your mid round selections, Jerry Judy, he's gonna do some magic. Magic plus Tim Patrick is injured and he is out, so he's out for the season with a torn ACL. So Jerry, expect Jerry Judy to be there with your mid round pick, maybe like fifth, sixth, seventh round. I feel like he could be a good number two wide receiver in fantasy football. People are sleeping on Jerry Judy. Derek Carr can be a f- good fantasy quarterback this year. I mean, look at the options Derek Carr has got. And Devontae Adams, Brandon, Na- oh, I'm sorry. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Winfro, and Demarcus Robinson. And you got Josh Jacobs, Samir White, and Kenyon Drake in that backfield. He's got options for days that... He could be throwing, he could throw multiple, t- he could th- throw two to three touchdowns a game, and he can get you big time fantasy football points. And Derek Carr. I'm surprised Derek Carr. Looking at this list, I just don't know how Kyle Murray is going to do these first six, uh, six weeks with the um, suspension of Derek. Call. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sorry. With the suspension of DeAndre Hopkins. Derek Hall is my is a guy you might want to consider drafting. If he's a starting quarterback, that wouldn't be necessarily a bad thing. Now, I know there's other quarterbacks, like guys like a Josh Allen, the Patrick Mahomes, Herbert Jackson, you know, guys like that. But, like, that, that you will obviously take over Derek Hall. But, Derek Carr is a sleeper. 
If you can get Derek Cohen like the eighth round as his starting quarterback, that is good. That is good. I I believe with the weapons the the Las Vegas Raiders have added this past offseason, he's gonna do great things in Vegas this season and his fantasy numbers are gonna go up tremendously. Trey Lance, you know, same situation for Derek Carr with the additions of Debo Samuel, Brendan Ayuk, uh George George Kittle, he's He's been okay. And Elijah Mitchell. And he's been having a really good training camp. Expect Trey Lance to be another guy that could break out this year. Now, another another subject I want to touch on. ESPN gave out two guys that are expected to get more touchdowns this year. And that is Dalvin Cook and Cortland Sutton. Those two guys right there are probably must-needs or are very valuable because they're going to get, remember, guys like James Conner, he's not a top 10 running back like in the league, but in terms of fantasy stats, yeah, he can be a top 10 running back in the league. So, touchdowns, get touchdowns, touchdowns. We read I'm going to re-tolerate this. Touchdowns will get you the most fancy points. And if the, and if the, ESPN, if the ESPN analysts are saying that Colton Sutton, Dalvin Cook, James Conner, or guys that are going to get you the most touchdowns this year, then those guys you should have on your draft board. Because they're, they're going to go they're going to go pretty quick. Now the fantasy bust. The fantasy bust. I have on this list. And this is going to be my final part of this show. The fantasy football bust. Players that you shouldn't take high or shouldn't be higher on the draft board. It pains me as it is say it. Doc Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Two players that you should stay away in the early rounds of fantasy football this year is Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. I know it sucks, it pains for me to say it, but it's the truth. We saw the Cowboys O-line in training camp. It has not looked well. I'm sorry. Dak, Dak Prescott does not have... I said this multiple times. He does not have Amari Cooper. He does not have Michael Gallup. He does not have James Washington. Jerry Jones refuses to go out and get him more weapons. And C.D. Lamb is going to be double team probably most of the time, right? And that offensive line has not been as well as others. Stay away from Dak Prescott in fantasy football because he could get he, he's a quarterback. He's one of those guys that could get sacked and destroyed this season. The same with Ezekiel Elliott. If the offensive line, if the offensive line isn't well, the chances of a running back doing great goes down a lot. And plus, Ezekiel Elliott is not the same player he used to be. A player that could be emerging. A player that could be emerging. In, in front of Zeke's spot is Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is more. He's quicker, faster, more, more athletic, agile. He can find hole. He can find the holes. And he, he can find the holes that Zeke can't. 
However, Jerry Jones did say that Ezekiel Elliott was going to get be one of the main focal points of the offense. Yeah, but how long is that going to take? We saw Tony Pollard. I mean, Tony Pollard outplayed Zeke in most games last season. Expect Tony Pollard. Tony, I forgot. I can't. I can't believe I forgot to mention this in my earlier segment. But Tony Pollard is a guy that you should watch out for in fantasy football because he's already emerging as a really good fantasy RB, and he's uh, really a three-down back. And the speed that Tony Pollard has, and depending how much playing time he gets, if he if he gets a good amount of playing time, Tony Pollard is a guy that you you guys should go out and watch for. And I would I would take him seriously as a maybe a top twenty one running back in fantasy football. I would consider highly consider drafting Tony Pollard in your fantasy football leagues. And then a guy that could could emerge from the Dallas Cowboys, Jalen Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert, T O L B E R T. He is a guy that could emerge as a number two wide receiver in Dallas now with the likes. Of Cooper is gone. James Washington isn't coming back for a while, and same with Michael Gallup. And Jalen Tobo and Noah Brown are the two guys that you should watch out for, that you could try to snag in the late rounds. Noah Brown is having a great training camp. Jalen Tolbert can be used as a guy in a slot position. Those two wide receivers right there, I would consider drafting for the Cowboys. But, the, going back to the bus point stand of view, Dark Prescott, O-line is, sucks. Zeke, O-line sucks. They ain't going to produce well. And, you know, I said, I said that Tolbert, Jalen Tolbert, and Jalen Tobo and Noah Brown, yeah, they could break out, but like they they ain't still study wide receivers right now. They they ain't even number twos right now. They ain't number twos. But they can have a good season, yes, but like that's if Dak Prescott is able to get protection. If they can run their routes and if they can run their slants. And then Dak Prescott, that, if the wide receivers, if players like Noah Brown and Jalen Tolbert can run their routes, run their slants, run their deep cover, run their deep balls, then Dak Prescott would be fine. But again, these are very young players. They can have their moments, but you can't trust them to be number one, let alone number two wide receivers. You can't. You're you're taking away so much. You're taking away so many weapons from Dak Prescott. So don't expect him to have a really breakout fantasy year. Same thing with Zeke, especially with the O line and Jalen and Tony Pollard emerging as a top guy. Another another uh, Julio Jones. You know we've known this. He he didn't have the season like he wanted to in Tennessee last year. Stay away from Julio Jones. Kyle Murray, like I said, is kind of kind of self-explanatory. DeAndre Hopkins is out for the first six games of the season, and Marquise Brown he got arrested for drunk driving. So 
Who knows what can happen there. Josh Jacobs, this is an interesting one. Josh Jacobs is a guy I would stay away from in fantasy football. Josh Jacobs is a guy who is likely to split touches this season with two running backs. And those two running backs are Kenny and Drake and Zamir White. And according to a report, Josh McDaniels in his offense, he likes to do, he likes to run all sorts of different running backs in his system. And George, Josh Jacobs is likely going to be splitting touches with those two running backs. So don't expect, don't draft Josh Jacobs in the high round. I'm not drafting Josh Jacobs in the first 10 rounds. I'm, I'm serious. Josh, I'll stay away from Josh Jacobs. But the report came out of McDaniels like, that that he likes to use his running backs more, or that that he likes to split touches with the running backs. Don't expect Josh Jacobs to have a big breakout year this year. Couple guys, Amari Cooper, he doesn't have he doesn't have Deshaun Watson, and we saw how he did with without Prescott that twenty twenty season. So how is he really going to perform without a star studded? Quarterback. Uh, Dallas Goddard and Mike Chitesky are two busts that ESPN listed on their tight end list for busts. Uh, Mike Chitesky, you know, makes sense with the emergence of Jalen Waldo and with the acquisition of Tiger Kill. Dallas Goddard, you know, you got the acquisition of AJ Brown, so how, how's that going to affect him in the offseason? So those are the two guys that you can stay away from. And then finally, the last two guys I want to discuss. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Like I said, self-explanatory, right? You don't have, I mean, Tyler Lockett, he didn't have the most successful season like he did last, like he did the past couple of seasons because... Russell Wilson was out for some of the season, and same with Metcalf. So now that Wilson is gone permanently, how are those two going to perform throughout the entire season? Last two, though, last season those two underperform- underperformed. I wouldn't be so high on DK or Tyler Lockett. Don't I wouldn't consider drafting them in my high, in the higher league, and I wouldn't consider drafting them in the higher rounds. This upcoming season, I would stay away from DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett because Drew Lock is a quarterback, or Geno Smith, one of those two. Is Geno Smith still with the Seahawks? I don't know. You guys can remind me, but the quarterback position isn't bright in Seattle, so stay away from those players. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be the end of Jacobo Talk. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, follow the, my main Instagram page. Follow the Jacoba Talk Instagram page and follow the podcast on Spotify. Guys, fantasy football is right around the corner. And I am so, I'm excited. You guys should be excited. Fantasy football is back. I can't wait for this football season. My first NFL draft, fantasy football draft, not ever, but my first draft of the season is this Saturday. And I cannot wait for fantasy football, and I cannot wait to give you guys all the content this year for football. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be the end of the episode. Thank you so much if you watched to the end.